0: Happy Sunday. It is April 3rd. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of Align with Plants, Align with Health. This is Lenita, and I'm coming back with you today to share more about how we can align with plants and the natural cycles of plants, and in turn align with health, healthier lifestyles, healthier bodies, minds, spirits. Today, I want to talk about the second part to the last topic I was sharing, which was interdependence. And the second part of this three-part message that I feel to hear today is diversity. And diversity is something that for me is just as important, just as... Needed as interdependence in ourselves, in our communities, and in our world and in our existence. I had a friend once question me about diversity and about talking about diversity and the importance of it. And it was a really powerful moment in my life and a moment I'll always remember because my friend asked me, why is diversity still important? Diversity basically has been played out. And where he was coming from, or at least what my understanding was, and I believe we had an additional conversation, and this is what I came to understand about it, was that the idea of diversity has been played out in a sense it's been overused, it no longer carries the impact that maybe it was created in because of workplace diversity, scholastic diversity, diversity in the world, and this um, systematic pressure to create more diversity in within the system. So that perhaps the system more reflects the body of people it serves or its own, really the owners of it. But And so this was really interesting to me and mostly because, first of all, the reason why it's lost its power in that is because that doesn't actually work and our system is not diverse and our system mostly does not represent the participants or the body that it serves. And secondly, although that's the case and we do not represent, have a diverse system or it's really only not diverse in certain ways because the reality of humanity and the the reality of all natural systems is diversity. And so I guess the reason why that was always so powerful to me was that diversity has been maybe watered down to only discuss a few different topics, race being maybe the most primary one in our world, and especially in the United States, because we are such a race-based world, and race-based country here. You hear diversity and you think of race. Are there black, Mexican, Asian people within a certain whatever. Well, the reality of diversity is that, first of all, it's mandatory, it's necessary, and it always will be. And there are ways to minimize diversity and to narrow a pool of information to not have a diverse, you know, option or a diverse amount of information, though those systems don't last long, they're not healthy, and they don't last long, they fall apart. So in the natural world, diversity looks like what we see. And the difference really is that we just don't respect or recognize the true diversity that exists. We don't deal with each other or our natural world in recognition of this diversity. We kind of write it off and say we're all alike, which there are many deep seated rooted connections and likeness that humans have across all across the land. Though the diversity that the natural world creates is a diversity of spiritual space of energy of of wave of vibration and this diversity is the true diversity of everything and it's needed it's necessary it is the way of things the natural world is or the natural natural systems natural cycles are created within new niches repeatedly And so when you have a new niche that is created or is recognized, a natural system will fill it and it will be appropriate for the particular niche. So this is what we all are here to do. We are all here to fall in line with our own niche with our own soul calling, with our own intention, with who we truly are. And we are here meant to do our own personal work. We end up doing that regardless if we die thinking, well, maybe not die thinking, but regardless if we, we ever believe that we do, that we find our path and are doing what we are passionate about or meant to do or not, we end up filling our niche and doing what we are supposed to do in the big scheme of things. And it's happening regardless. The thing about it is that we could and we can and many of us do rise the vibration up of that awareness or even become actually consciously aware of this reality and rise our own, you know, our connection to our soul purpose and rise our own vibrational, um, our own vibration up and align with the higher road or the higher option that we have is in our path here. Because even within our own selves, we are diverse <laughs> and our energetic imprints, you know, most people know about our sun sign in astrology or in any system of understanding of, of what we are here in the cycles of our time here most people know very clearly what their sun sign is. And for many folks, because their sun sign, they're a Taurus or a Leo or a Pisces or an Aries or a Scorpio, because they read whatever horoscope they read and they read just about their sun sign, they may not align or feel aligned with the horoscope that they read. Well, on that, just below that surface level, if you go a little farther, you actually learn that you're not just your sun sign. You're actually a diverse array of energetic imprints from the cycles of, of our universe. You have a moon sign and you also have placements of the planets all around the sky when you're born. And these placements actually add to your own complexities and richness and diversity of personality and self. Because your moon sign, you know, where the moon was at, what sign it was at in your time of birth affects your emotional your emotional being, your emotional state here. And so your sun sign is your overall personality, but your moon sign, if it's very opposite of your sun sign, may cause you to be different emotionally than your sun sign, or at least have tendencies towards that, excuse me, towards that. And you would then have a higher and a lower vibrational option to attune to. And so diversity is real, and it doesn't matter if we're aware of this or not, we ourselves are diverse creatures and complex creatures. It's the complex systems that do better here. Complexity and simplicity. I mean it's it's actually you're simple in your complexity and complex in your simplicity because It really is very simple to maintain the complex systems, natural systems of, or the complex systems of nature, because they're all interdependent, diverse, and they all nourish each other. So this is really the message that I want people to hear and to understand is that once we are more conscious and aware of the way plants live, the way plants depend upon each other, the way plants are, you know, intermingle and respect each other's diversity, space, need, you know, actually recognize and respect and support each other's need to the system. We can create healthier systems within ourselves, primarily our homes, our communities, our cities. And then again, this spreads out globally if, when we want it to. So diversity in plants and in forests is something, is a way, food forests, again, as I mentioned on the last podcast, is they are a way that I believe we can share this plant message very efficiently and for many generations to be able to see hands-on. Diversity is one of the really important aspects of a food forest because what you want to create and what the natural world creates in a forest is a highly diverse and complex system of plants and animal species, multiple species, but of life, complex, diverse communities of life, so that no one is really competing with each other. This is really the trick. If we all fall in line and we all promise to do our best at what we're our best at, And that doesn't mean that you don't get to explore other things and you don't get to expand your horizons of, of knowledge or, you know, get to touch, you know, sunlight. Uh, If you're in a forest, get to touch sunlight from another angle or aspect, you know, you, you can, you can intermingle, you can share, you can overlap a branch or two over your neighbor um, bush, but each plant in a food forest and in a forest and in the world, grows where it's needed. It knows where it's needed and it grows where it's needed. And humans don't always believe that. We believe that we can have weeds or that we can have invasive plants that are growing where they're not needed. And obviously there's much debate about that. And you could say that some plants just come out and choke out the diversity of other plants and other of systems and create a you know, a single crop, um, system like the blackberry bushes in the Pacific Northwest, they grow like monsters. They grow underneath the earth, um, shooting up, you know, new plants from roots that are already established from a mother plant that could be miles away and they just can take over an entire forest. The thing is, is that, that's happened before on the earth. There have been plants that have come over and taken over and then their time passes too. And as humans, I think that we assume that we know what plants are here to do. And many of us are tuning into and tapping into that and have always been tapping into and tuning into that. And we do, we they, plants do communicate with us. Plants also know diversity better than us, (laughs) and they are not competitive. They share, they intermingle, they're interdependent, and they support diversity because they are supported through diversity. So in a food forest, in a forest, you have plants all filling in their own individual niche. You're looking at plants under the earth. You're looking at plants on the soil level of the earth. And then in different, you know, uh, segments or in different amounts of space, you have different layers and different canopy layers of a forest going up. And each section or each layer of the forest uses the resources and provides to the life beneath it. And that's how it goes. When we align our human cities in the same way, and not to say that they aren't in actuality, our lives are mirrored of our natural world. And so our cities are more or less aligned like that. Again, it's just that we're not aware of this. And so we don't put our best foot forward. We don't put our best into what we're doing Consciously, because we're not aware of how important it is and what type of deep shifts can take place within ourselves and within our world when we consciously are aware of what we're doing here, (laughs) which is why, you know, understanding the diversity of your horoscope is important and understanding all of your planetary placements at birth because, Again, if you just read your sun sign and you don't align with it and you don't understand that perhaps horoscopes don't always fit at all points of life and that there are different times of life where you could be expected to have different experiences, you may brush that whole study of existence off and not pay any attention to it or not think that it's credible, though when you dig deeper, you realize that it's pretty credible for almost every human on the earth. If not, (laughs) I don't know. I shouldn't say, I don't know every human though throughout the ages. Astrology has been on point and I don't know personally why exactly it works so well and how you can describe a person so well off of the placement of their stars, but you just can. So diverse systems are healthier for multiple reasons. The primary reason diverse systems are healthier is because you have a diverse amount of information in your system. And diversity in information is a requirement of existence because information is so fluid. Information is so fluid and so readily available. Everything is information. And so it almost seems that energy, source, whatever we would call this, desires to represent itself in diverse manifestations. Literally, because information itself, the information of energy, is itself diverse. And the reason is because the building blocks of life need to come from a diverse amount of information. In biology they teach you about genetics and like why inbreeding is so bad. You're exchanging similar information. You keep bringing back the same information and it gets it's getting it gets played out. <laughs> it gets worn out. It needs new information, new energy. New energy, I would imagine, is what it actually needs to be ignited to recreate something new again, something new, something healthier. Um, inbreeding isn't good because you you lack that new energy, and so you get weaker genetics. You get a combination of information that then creates something weaker. And that is what diversity's job is. And that's why mother nature is, has been created in such a way or, or has developed what, whatever word is, is appropriate for you. Um, The creation of the development of existence and of, of nature, the pressures of it are always to create diversity. When we get in line with this, we can first start to appreciate ourselves more and the relationships, our intimate relationships in our lives, because just like being able to accept the fact that we can't have children with our cousins because we need to have diverse information, we need to have diverse genetics to create a healthier offspring, we recognize that we can't Have that we need to have diversity in our lives, that we need to encourage diversity within ourselves and within our lives, that we need to seek out diversity. We need to align with the differences around us and truly embrace and appreciate the differences of ourselves primarily and of everyone around us when we're working together on a team, which we're always working together on a team there's never a time when humans are working alone. We're always working together on a team. Again, another switch of awareness. As humans work on the same team we we sometimes, many times, struggle to use each other's diverse talents, skills, energetic realities to the best of our benefit. And I guess competition and the desire for rank advancements, for recognition, even responsibility of... Titles that are created amongst our teams. We give people the head name of director or manager. And it seems like in reality, that lessens the diversity, that lessens the amount of information that will be shared between the group. Again, less new energy coming in, less healthy offspring. Companies, organizations, communities, governments that are diverse and that encourage diversity and not amongst what people look like, but again really more so embracing the diversity that is already there because we are, we represent diversity. We all come here with our own job, with our own opportunity of mastery. And it may be in many things, though we are here to share that. And when we when we really embrace that within each other, like in a food forest, when plants really embrace each other and help protect each other, and help feed each other, and give each other space to succeed within each other's niche, the forest grows thicker and larger. The roots grow deeper. More rain comes to support the system. More animals come. The forest grows wider and longer. And it lives for thousands and thousands of years. Civilizations do the same exact thing because the diversity of humanity does the same exact thing. It's just that we are lacking awareness in these natural cycles in these days. And as the days continue to progress and technology takes our eyes more and more away from our natural world, it is highly significant for us to consciously realign our man-made systems with the messages of our natural world and embracing each other's diversity is definitely for me and for my message here, for the the work that I feel in my heart I'm here to do is at the top of the list. (laughs) So in food forests, in my own food forest, I'm not yielding much yet this first year, this second year, excuse me. I have mostly collected seeds. Uh, We got some fruit and greens out of the yard last year, and this summer looks to be even better. We have perennial bushes, currants, and berries and things that will be providing a much larger bounty this year, though... The reason my food forest is not as productive as, let's say, my neighbor's raised bed garden is for a couple of reasons. The primary reason actually is because of the the soil, the dirt. It's a hard compacted clay. There isn't a lot of diversity in my dirt. I've brought in diversity and continue to add diversity to the dirt, though it's a process to to diversify a system. It doesn't happen overnight. So I've brought in different types of materials, organic matter to try to diversify the dirt. Though in reality, clay is clay and you need to build on top of that and create a diverse system on top of it. So my soil is building and root systems struggle to, to grow root crops, things like that. So the other reason is because I interplant many different species within one small area, and I am attempting to allow the plants themselves to create a system of the strongest. And that's really, for me, what I the the message or the uh, the imprint that I will use it as I continue to create business ventures and expand upon the businesses that I'm currently involved with and the people that I'm currently helping the way that I'll be able to expand on that is by taking what I'm doing in my food forest and in the studies of my of food forestry and the messages that I'm receiving with the hands in the dirt and using this to run my businesses and to use to do my work so diversity in the business world for me and which would actually probably have the biggest changes and it does seem that there has there's always a a recognition of this on the business side, businesses themselves are are aware of this and are always attempting. I think, especially now at the turn of the century, are or in the, um, this new millennium, are tapping into the diversity of the youth, and you're seeing fresher, hipper, younger commercials and advertisements out there that definitely do represent a more diverse understanding, though it seems to just be that it's the younger, you know, the younger opinion or perspective at the time. Though for me, it would look different. And in my heart, if this is something that we can encourage to see more of, we'll have businesses making better decisions. We have to tap into people's work and into why people are here and find a way to allow them to do their work. And if it isn't within the current business structure, you expand your business structure to include it. And there are many cooperative corporations that exist that truly respect diversity and encourage diversity and encourage interdependence and nourishment and are basically set up on the message of nature. And I'll talk about cooperative cooperative corporations at some other time on the show, but they really are a structure that works to create a, a parent cell that can that represents and can duplicate itself so that it represents a diverse system that is dependent on each other and is diverse because each business that, that comes off of this mother cell business is driven by a new, a new energy, a new idea. And that's how This one mother cell, one mother business, or one mother creation stays diverse and new and fresh, is that it's always opening, always expanding, always pushing out a new creation from itself, being led and driven, uh, driven by the latest and the hottest mind that is there. And it's really it's already, it always is happening (laughs) just to be more aware of it and more conscious of these cycles will, will elevate our own energy and will elevate our own opportunities at living healthier, happier lives. So hopefully this took your ideas and your thoughts of diversity one step further. Hopefully it was thought provoking and at least just made you think And hopefully you're choosing to align with plants and align with health because our plant brothers and sisters are here to provide us with everything that we need to live long, healthy lives. So thank you again for tuning in to Align with Plants, Align with Health. And I will see you next Sunday. Thank you. Peace.